Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. The 11 to 1 show. It's the most anticipated movie of the year, but all eyes are on Barbie's style. More on that after five on 11 to 1. That has us up and going. It's five. Keep on moving on LMFM's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here with you. 086 1800 658 if you'd like to get in touch with me on the show today. Oh yeah, it is Barbie movie mania. It is in full swing. And Margot Robbie is practically single-handedly creating a Barbie style trend. Uh, She's pictured dressed in outfits based on iconic Barbies down through the years, referencing everything from, do you remember the Barbie that had the really long crimpy hair and she had like kind of this swirly kind of loads of coloured designed tube dress I mean I'm talking about real life Barbie dolls inspiring her looks I mean this woman is dedicated to promoting this movie she's teamed up with celebrity stylist Andrew McCamel I think it is McCamel Uh, and she's got you know everything from the hot pink looks to the fantastic 1954 swimsuit to the 80s era era as well in a power suit. So she's like copying the actual Barbie dolls, which I am just, you know, this is astounding to me. It's amazing. There's a gorgeous dress that she had um, for one of the premieres and it's um, a black cocktail dress. So she has the black gloves and it goes down into kind of a fishtail with some sort of tulle at the bottom. It's just stunning. I remember that specific um, Barbie as well. I remember seeing images of this. She's uh, She goes back, I think, to the 1960s, that particular doll. Uh, but the other one... Um, the Totally Hair Barbie, that's it. The Totally Hair Barbie. I 100% had her. She was from 1992. She had these gorgeous big uh, pink earrings as well. And the pinky kind of swirly patterned fitted dress. Stunning. Also, there was another one as well that she had um, Earring Magic Barbie from 1992. So she had a kind of a pink leather look and she had these huge silver earrings and the big crimpy hair as well. I mean, amazing. So... We're going to be talking later on in the show with Maria Macklin, our image consultant from House of Colour, 
about the impact that this movie is having on style because pink is everywhere the little twin sets are everywhere Barbie style is coming back into fashion and this is not a new thing because movies like this always have had an impact on fashion it's something that's happened way back even to the golden era of Hollywood but I'm even thinking of you know the likes of say Julia Roberts Pretty Woman that red dress at the time that sparked a huge copycat craze among girls that were going to their debs at the time also you know who can forget James James Dean's iconic red jacket as well Uh, also you know uh, the likes of Audrey Hepburn as well and the long gloves and the little black dress and all of that so this morning on the show for a bit of fun I am asking you what style did you copy from the movies so did you cut up your sweatshirt like Jennifer in Flashdance did you load up on bangles and lace gloves after you saw Madonna in Desperately Seeking Susan I want to know what movie stars or what characters from movies or what movies had an impact on your style growing up let me know 086 658 if you have photographic evidence by the way of this as well you can send that on WhatsApp 086 658 we're going all nostalgia on the show this morning so what style or what um, yeah style from the movies or what you know movie characters would have influenced your style back in the day let me know 086 658 there's Ed Sheeran with eyes closed messages coming in on 086 658 I'm asking you what Hollywood movies or stars from the movies influenced your style back in the day and I'm getting a message from Jean so many pairs of flares and I had the Farrah Fawcett flick in the hair tried to perfect that said Jean oh yeah the Charlie's Angels were a big thing and the flares are making a comeback so you know Jean I would say if you still have the flares don't be getting rid of them absolutely not Uh, somebody else uh, saying trouser suits and waistcoats from Annie Hall oh yeah the 90s uh, particularly with uh, was it the 90s when was Annie Hall I must must look that up but I know the waistcoats came back again in the 90s because kids used to wear these kind of oh they were awful when I think of it now they were horrendous these kind of floral often satiny kind of waistcoats that was a thing waistcoats and and uh, ski pants. Do you remember them with the little kind of cuff thing underneath? Oh my God. I shudder when I think of that. Uh, but yeah, that came back again. But Annie Hall, the suit and the waistcoat and she even had the tie and everything in that movie. Keep them coming in uh, to me on that one. Now, on Will Kupla Fuckle Gale get a gut well, no, not really. But, you know, even if you only have a little smattering of Irish or whether you're fluent or not, uh, tonight there is a pop-up gale talk happening in Navan. I had to find out more about this. We're going to be joined by one of the organisers, Quirin O'Quela. He's going to join us next. The 11 to 1 show. I'm loving this. It's coming in on a, by, from message from Shay Castle. He says, play in Fukalela. Oh, we'll have to try and dig that one out. Uh, everyone has a piece of Bjog Gaelga and it's Farlum Gaelga Brishta Nobberla Klishta. Yeah, whether you're fluent in Irish or only know a, a few phrases, everyone is welcome at a pop-up Gael talk that's happening tonight in Ryan's Bar in Navan. And I had to find out more. So organiser Quivine O'Quela, uh, Falter Roth, he's on the line. Falter Roth, Quivine. Gormil Maga tonight. I'm loving this now. The piece of bug, uh, Gaelga is farlum Gaelga prista, uh, brista. Sorry, na berla klista. That's a good phrase, isn't it? To have exactly, it is, and and that's what we're looking for for the pop up Gaelic. Uh, all all we're looking for is a bit of crack, and that's obviously an Irish word as well. 
Yes. And uh, we're, we would like uh, as much of the community of Navin to get involved in, in the Irish language. And it's uh, a good way to organise it there. And um, we we organise it monthly. We, uh, we okay. it, um every second Thursday of the month uh, in Ryan's Bar. So this is uh, probably the third, uh, third or fourth time now that uh, we've had it in Ryan's Bar. And, and it's great crack. Uh, we uh, we uh, we had music the the first time, and um, it's it's great. Uh, new people come in, and everyone wants to uh, use their their cupola focus. That's, that's great. To, that's great to, to to hear that. It really is because sometimes people, um, you know, sort of freeze up when you mention Irish, you know, because uh, some of us, I think, are traumatised <laughs> from school, like, from learning the Mokanilok and all these kind of things and, and the verbs being bet into us as children. So we sort of freeze up with regards to this. So that's good that a lot of people are actually getting involved. Yes, uh, exactly. Yeah, this isn't a screw-do bail. Uh, this is, <laughs> as I say, a, a bit of crack. Just that everyone can come together and people like to, to use the Irish they have. And, and as you're saying about the, the school, everyone went to school and everyone learned Irish. And they all have the Cúpla Fúcl, they have the Díaguit, the Slán, the Gormagat, the Salter Oath. Yep. And it's just used that in, in everyday settings. And this is uh, one way that uh, we can help people to do that. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, do you know, it's funny because I, you know, would have went to the Gaeltacht when I was younger. I think it's kind of like a rite of passage for a teenager to head off for a couple of weeks to the Gaeltacht. And uh, I was dropping my own daughter off to the Gaeltacht. And I don't know what it was now, uh, Cuevin, but maybe when I was on the spot, all the Irish vanished from my mind when the, the Moon Tory were talking to me as Gael guy was going all I could say was sha to them like what happened to me <laughs> was the pressure was the pressure of, of being in that moment but had you gone to the Gael Tuck yourself as a youngster? Uh, yes I uh, regularly go to the Gael Tuck um, I, uh, I work with Cunner and Gael so oh, very good. I, was, I was actually in Guidor there uh, last week they, they had their Tinol Gael Tuck uh, which is their, their Gael Tuck outing uh, every year and um, yeah so I'm uh, regularly in the Gael Tuck and of course we have our own Gwaltsuk here in, in County Meath. Rackarn and, and Bonnie Gibb there. And uh, I would be regularly down there uh, meeting my friends in, in the in the Corkoman area. Oh, very good. Okay, so you're 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 heavily involved, and and you know, with regards to these meetups, this pop up Gaeltacht, is it? Um, do you find that once kind of people come along, do they sort of relax into the evening? Do they end up sort of making maybe new friends, new connections there? Exactly. Yeah, that's it. So we would uh, we would have new people coming in all the time for for the pop up girls up there, and uh, there's no pressure at all. It's whatever Irish you can use, and everyone's there to help each other. If you do, if you don't uh, don't know words, you're not going to be marked on it. Uh, we all help each other to say, oh well, that that's the word there, and and you learn a few extra words. Even if you learn an extra word uh, at the event, that that's a bonus. You know, that's yeah. that's all with the help. Absolutely, and uh, it's it's. I find that when people speak Irish together, that there's a more uh, comradely mm. um, in, environment. That people are more friendly to, uh, to each other because we have that common language. Yes, yes, and it's this kind of as you say, people helping each other along. Absolutely. Now, are children welcome to this, or maybe students that might be preparing for exams next year and they kind of brush up on the L oral skills? Yeah, well, um, uh, for the pop-up Wessex uh, in Ryan Spar, uh, obviously would re- recommend um, it's, it's older people yeah. that uh, over eighteen. But we do organise as, as well a pop-up Wessex uh, for children uh, once a month. Oh, very good. Uh, we're still organising the, the the next one. Uh, I, I hope I'll have the date for that, and I'll uh, 
let you know do you yeah if I have that yeah fantastic and is this just in the Navin area or is this uh, something that's happening kind of around the, the country nationwide um, yeah, well, the top five quests are on uh, all over the country there. Uh, they, were, uh, they started in Dublin there with uh, Padre Kwevanek and Colin Musker O'Kirga, and they have been a great success uh, throughout the country. Um, and uh, these events here um, are in Navan, and they're part of the committee that I'm involved in, which is um, uh, trying to set up a Bolia Sharbsha Gwesta. Okay. So, uh, under the Gwesta uh, Act there, um, there are certain regions beside the Gwaetuk mm-hmm. uh, that are to be Bolyashurbs Gwaetuk that are Gwaetuk service towns to provide services for Irish speakers from the Gwaetuk. So obviously in this case, uh, Rakharn and Bolyashurbs. Yes. And uh, so we're trying to normalise the Irish language in, in Navan there. And Atboy is another um, Gwaetuk service town as well. So uh, by organising these events, so if the pop-up Gwaetuk's there, uh, we have the pop-up guys uh, for the kids. There's a Kyokokora uh, in the library as well. And we're trying to build up uh, bit by bit. And of course, we would love more volunteers to, to, to take part in this mm-hmm. to help us normalise the Irish language in, in on Oov in Navan. So can people get in touch with you through your Facebook page or what's the best way, Cuevin? Uh, uh, can indeed. Uh, my, my own name, Cuevin O'Kaila. Uh, you can get in contact there on, on the Facebook page. Um, or uh, send an email to myself uh, you can send it to Quivin uh, C-A-O-I-M-H-I-N at C-N-A-G dot I-E and uh, of course we uh, will help anyone out there and it doesn't matter if it's about the committee or if they're le- le- looking to find out the Irish word for something we'll be able to assist or if they're looking for other events or want to organise events we-, we will try and help uh, in any way we can. Well, I think it's fantastic what you're doing there and it's a great way for people to get back in touch with our own Irish roots and culture and language and everything. I think it's brilliant. Uh, thank you so much, Queen for joining us today to tell us all about that. Mila Falterot. Mila Falterot, So the pop-up Gail Talks happening tonight in Ryan's Bar Navin at 8pm. Hi, I'm Lyra and this is my select Irish track, You, supporting Irish talent on LMFM. Lyra with you on LMFM's 11 to 1. Now, the beautiful women of Ireland have always had the chance to shine in pageants like the Rose of Tralee. This is known as the Rose of Tralee Male Alternative. It is the Westmeath Bachelor competition. We're going to be finding out more about this with the director of the show and the presenter and MC Shane Barkey. He's going to join us next. The 11 to 1 show. Yes, Irish women have always had the chance to shine in many pageants and on ladies' days uh, all over the country. Now it's time for the men of Ireland to step into the spotlight and show the nation they have what it takes to be the face of Ireland's modern man. As the competition to find Ireland's most eligible bachelor, the Westmead Bachelor competition is heating up. So finalists have been selected, but only one can be crowned the overall winner. It's happening, uh, the competition's happening on the 29th of July in Mullingar Arts Centre. And I'm delighted to be joined now by the director of the show. He's also MC on the night. Shane Barkey's on the line. How are you getting on, Shane? Hi, from Mullingar, Sinead. How are you? I am doing fantastic. Now, you are the brains behind this operation, I, I'm, I'm, I've been told. So was this, uh, the, the competition, did the inspiration for this come from a Joe Dolan song? I am one of the um, people behind the show. Um, there's three of us involved. And yes, absolutely. So the Westmead Bachelor was a massive event here in the Midlands in the 80s and 90s and even the early noughties. 
and uh, myself, Tomas and Neve, the team behind it, uh, decided to resurrect it right before COVID. And um, of course, it's inspired by the, the Joe Dolan song. Oh, I love that. I love that you've brought the man himself back into it. Absolutely brilliant. So it's called kind of the male alternative to the Rose of Tralee. Is that sort of the best way of describing this? Absolutely. That is the easiest way to describe it. Um, obviously, it's a similar structure in terms of a show. You know, the Bachelor will come out, he'll do an interview with the judges. We have celebrity judges. Um, he does a talent section. But overall, it's a similar structure to the Rose of Tralee, but with our, with our own unique spin on it too. Oh, yes, absolutely. And you've been accepting sort of applications from, from guys from all over the country since pretty much early this year. Would it be right in that? Yeah, absolutely. We have been receiving applications since January. So here we are now in July. It's absolutely flew. It's fl- flown by, I know the year's flown by. I think we were talking to Louis Walsh about this at the start of the year. So to give us an idea of the finalists then, because uh, you've quite the mix there. And I think you have quite a well-known social media star who is absolutely hilarious as well in the mix. Uh, if, and I, look, at, I had a little peek at the images, Shane. These are, you know, fine looking men. They are indeed, and they'll be delighted to hear you say that, Sinead. (laughs) Um, Yeah, we have a great bunch there. We have six guys uh, this year. Last year we had 13, so we've cut the show in half. We've streamlined the entire night. We learned a lot from last year. So um, we're kind of going with quality over quantity this year. So we have six guys. We have uh, John Cody, he's from Kilkenny. We have Kieran Clark, he's from Westmead, Rosemount. We have Fabu D, a.k.a. Black Paddy. Yeah. as a lot of your listeners might know. <laughs> yeah, he's brilliant. We have a guy called John Carroll from Tralee, a lovely guy. And we have who we have Stephen Colvert from Mullingar from Westmead. And then finally we have another TikTok star. We have James Doyle, aka Protein Bar Poppy, as he goes by from uh, from Leitrim. Oh, Originally from Westmead, but now in Leitrim. Yeah, do you have a fantastic mix there? So you know, look, it's not just based on how many followers you have or how good looking you are. These guys really need to kind of up the ante, don't they? Now on the night, what will they have to do on the 29th when they take to the stage? So they'll come out and they'll do an interview with our judges, who are Louis Walsh, Anne Doyle, Pippa O'Connor, and Brian Ormond. Fantastic uh, judges, yeah. Oh, a brilliant lineup. We're absolutely delighted. Uh, so they'll do an, an, an interview with the judges. And then they'll go off, they'll take a little break and then they'll come back and do their talent piece. But we are renaming the talent piece this year, uh, the standout segment. Okay. Mm. Okay. So what kind of stuff have they done over the years now? What sort of talents have you had on stage? Because let's be honest now, sometimes the Rose of Tralee sort of talents are a bit questionable, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, but that's the fun of it, I think. You yeah, know, I think it totally is. I think people like to see, especially guys, put themselves out there. You know, I think it's yeah. easier for, for to get women to put themselves on a stage, but it's a bit trickier to get guys. So I think it's a bit more exciting. Um, last, This is only our second year of the show. So last year we had a bit of everything. We had some uh, brush dancing. We had some hip hop. We had singing with comedy, ventriloquism as well. Um, yeah, a great bunch. Um, brush dancing is actually the most like like I had no idea what brush dancing was but it's so like Irish isn't it and country Irish it's fantastic there's it's serious talent these these guys have with the brushes absolutely I had never heard of it either no. um, Sinead and now I'll never forget it um, <laughs> but um, I went down to Storm and, and people Irish people love that sort of thing you know Oh, they really do. And the thing about this is this brings a huge buzz to the town of Mullingar like there's always a great crowd at this isn't there? 
Absolutely. Like, so we have a music festival built around it as well. And last yeah. year, and it's all in the heart of the town centre, you know, we in Mullingar like to call Mullingar the Nashville of Ireland because we are the entertainment capital. We have so many people. We have Conor Moore, we have Neve Algar, we have Brezzy, we have Niall Horan, we have Joe Dolan, and we have The Fla, and now we have the Westmead Bachelor. So we're a very unique town, and um, people really are, are really behind this. You know, it's great. Oh, and it's, and it, look, it's not that far away from here as well. You can feel like you're kind of going on a bit of a holiday, but you don't have to sp- travel too far in the car, which is fantastic. So what does the overall winning bachelor receive then? So the winner will receive uh, an all-expenses-paid holiday abroad to fantastic. a location of his choice. Wow, of his choice. Yeah. Amazing. Of his choice. I know we might regret that. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> so a holiday, uh, they get a fabulous trophy. Um, they'll get um, a, a, a brand new wardrobe not a wardrobe from Ikea now but some yeah. new clothes from uh, <laughs> the best menswear stores in Mullingar and of course the title of Westmead Bachelor yeah. and the, the, our, our, our um, ambassador for the year Fantastic that's, what they're, that's really what they want you know so what do you think then will make the Bachelor stand out for the judges do you think because look at Louis Walsh is a tough nut to crack I'd say Anne Doyle now as well you know she might be kind of you know tough enough I don't think she's just going to be sitting back taking it all in she might be the tough cookie too there Absolutely you know last year they weren't afraid to hold back you know yeah. which is great and it's all part of it you know it is a competition and it's a bit of fun but I think the judges are really just looking for somebody with um you know, uh, just a genuine personality and a genuine guy and kind of no frills and someone just sincere and someone that they feel could represent the brand and, and, and just a decent person, basically. Yeah, so be yourself. Don't be going up there with a different persona, really, isn't that it? It's, absolutely, yeah. because, you know, essentially, it, it's, uh, it's, it's, as the term goes, it's not a lovely boys contest, but <laughs> it's, a, it's a personality contest. Yeah, yeah. So how can people get tickets for the big night then? So they can be got online at uh, mullingarartcentre.ie. Fantastic. And the other thing I wanted to mention as well, actually, and you, you did uh, allude to it there, is the fact that the in September there is uh, the biggest disco, which will be coming back to the festival down there in, in the 9th of September. You've got Mark McCabe. You've got two Unlimited. I mean, like, where this is amazing, the lineup you have here. Oh, I know. It's absolutely class. And it's selling really well for us. People are, are really happy about it. So that's fantastic. Last year we had Gavin James and we had the academic and Nathan Carter. But this year we've kind of switched up the vibe and went for the throwback, you know. Um, yeah. And it's selling really well for us and it's, it's you know, it's, uh, it's been very well received. So uh, we're, yeah, we're excited for that. Fantastic. So people can get uh, details of that as well on biggestdisco.com as well. Fantastic. Well, Shane, I, look, at, at least you don't have to pick the, the uh, you know, you have, enough, you have enough to be doing on the night and everything else. But you don't have to pick the, the, the overall winner. But no doubt it will be a great night as always. Listen, thank you so much for chatting to me on the show today. Thank you, Sinead. Take care. We'll see you soon. Thank Thanks you. Thanks a million. Shane Barkey there. It is happening on the 29th of July, as he says there, Mullingar Arts Fest, or artscentre.ie. That is where you're going to get the tickets for that. It's going to be an absolutely fantastic night. Now, more messages coming in on our style segment. I'm going to get it to them. Plus, we've got music from the Bangles and we'll be going back in time for the Northeast update as well. The 11 to 1 show. Now, competition time. The Cusack Hotel Group Family Fun Race Day is happening at Navin Racecourse this Saturday. And as well as the excitement of horse racing, it's a great day out with the family. Great attractions on the day, including a reptile zoo, magic shows, racehorse simulator and live music. 
under 13s will get in for free and thanks to Navin Racecourse I have a race racing bundle for two to give away on the show today so the racing bundle includes your admission ticket race card a delicious burger snack and a 10 euro bet and all you have to do to win that is tell me which horse is the famous race horse? Now, which horse is the famous race horse? Is it A, Shergar, or is it B, Black Beauty? Which one is the race horse? 086 1800 658. And you could be going along to Navin Racecourse this Saturday for that. So you get the um, lovely admission ticket, race cards, burger, and 10 euro bet. So answers, please. 086 1800 658. There's the Bangles, Eternal Flame. Now we're going back in time to 1923 and Hollywood popping up in the Northeast Update. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 On this day, 1923, the Hollywood sign is officially dedicated in the hills above Hollywood. It originally read Hollywood Land, but the last four letters were dropped after a renovation in 1949 and today is French Fries Day whether you call them French Fries or Chips today is a day to just have them and enjoy them whether you eat them with ketchup or mayonnaise or whether you have them in salt and vinegar enjoy your French Fries today LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows creating the perfect home is a journey let us guide you visit our Drogheda, Dundalk and new Navin showrooms discover more at senatorwindows.ie Casey Saints and Sinners so much pink in the shops we're discussing the impact the Barbie movie has on fashion with Maria Macklin after 12 The 11 to 1 show Jetting off to Spain this summer while holidaymakers be warned one thing will not be tolerated by Spanish authorities more on this after Yola On air, online, on your smart speaker, this is LMFM's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here with you. Now, if you're heading off to Spain on holiday, Irish holidaygoers are being warned about a new rule. And look at, I would say, at one point or another, we have all been guilty of this now. But you need to be aware of this before you head off, okay? Heading down early in the morning to nab yourself a good spot for the day is going to be a thing of the past because the council have decided to take a stand against hogging the best beach location. So this is in Benidorm. And I'd say it's probably trickling around, you know, other places, but um, they've decided enough is enough. They are clamping down on tourists, reserving a place close to the sea by using beach towels and other items. So they say they're frustrated by this because what we're doing is we're getting up early, putting down the towel, sneaking off for our breakfast or even back to bed only to return later to our lovely coveted spot by the water. So they're saying, no, we are not happy to have that. So they're saying the first six metres between the water and the sand should not be occupied at any time. They're also urging local people to remove any items that they see reserving these spots so everyone can enjoy a walk and splash along the shoreline without any obstacles. So they're not having any of that. I mean, this comes up, doesn't it? Every year, <laughs> this comes up. Uh, about people and it's also happening around the apartments that you're staying at as well we know who you are lounge hoggers you're getting up early you're putting your tail down you're like oh that's my lounge no it's not good it's not good it's not nice practice don't think 
on holiday but look at you know I probably I'm sure we're all guilty of doing this but it's not happening if you're heading to Benidorm forget about it it's not going to happen on the beach they're going to take your towel probably throw it in the bin you know there's zero tolerance for this sort of stuff so you have been warned now it's time for more of celebrity news now with The Buzz The Buzz on LMFM keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app Hi, I'm Max Kane. Emily Blunt is taking a break from acting. The actress stars alongside Killian Murphy in Oppenheimer, releasing next week. Here she is explaining why she's taking her break. This year I'm not working. I just need to be... Really? Yeah, I just need to... I, I worked quite a bit last year. Yeah. And my oldest baby is nine. Right, right. Like we're in the last year of single digit. I'm very prone to guilt. And I think maybe all mothers are. Yeah. You're just prone to feeling bad for, God forbid, wanting something outside of being a mother. Euphoria fans are going to have to wait even longer for the next season. Due to Hollywood strikes, the filming schedule has been pushed back even further. Euphoria fans can expect season three in 2026. Britney Spears has addressed the drama where she got hit. She says she went to tap NBA star Victor Wembanyama on the shoulder but got hit by his security team. She says that she's still waiting for a public apology. I didn't appreciate the people saying that I deserve to be hit because no woman ever deserves to be hit. I simply tapped him on the back and I was backhanded, hit my face, came back on the floor. My best friend picked me up and held me. And um, I did get an apology um, at my table 30 minutes later, um, but I've yet to receive a public apology. That's The Buzz. I'm Max Kane. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. I can tell you as well that our man Crossy has been to the European premiere of the Barbie movie and he has lots of celeb interviews that are going to be popping up on tomorrow's show. But back to today and competition time. The Cusack Hotel Group Family Fun Race Day is happening at Navin Racecourse this Saturday, as well as the excitement of horse racing. It's a great day out for the family. They are fantastic attractions there, such as a reptile zoo, magic show, racehorse simulator and live music. How much crack would a racehorse simulator be? I, <laughs> I would love that. And under 13s can get in for free which is brilliant thanks to Navin Racecourse we have a racing bundle for two to give away so this includes your admission ticket and race card a delicious burger snack and 10 euro bet as well all you have to do is tell me which horse is the famous racehorse okay famous racehorse is it A Shergar or is it B Black Beauty let me know 086 1800 658 Tracy Chapman, baby, can I hold you? Sinead, my brother, went through an all-black leather look around the time of the Matrix movies. We're talking about the impact that movie style or movies have had on our style. I'm loving that. I'm a big fan of the Matrix movies. So he did the whole, like, sort of leather jacket, pants, glasses sort of thing. Loving that. Absolutely brilliant. Keep those coming in to us. We're asking you... What movie stars had an influence on your style back in the day? Let us know. 86 658 We're going to be chatting about this with Maria Macklin because, let's be honest, Barbie has had a huge impact on our style of late. We're going to be chatting this and more. Maria, next. Oh, the 11 to 1 show. L-M-F-M.
It's the most anticipated movie of the summer and we don't have much longer to wait to see Margot Robbie as Barbie on the big screen and it seems this movie is making an impact not only on film lovers but on fashion lovers as well as Barbie style is everywhere at the moment but it's not unusual for a movie to have a big impact on style because Hollywood has a long history of influencing fashion. Joining me now to discuss this is image consultant Maria Macklin from House of Colour. How are you getting on Maria? Hi Sinead, I'm very well, thanks. And I'm not wearing pink. You're not wearing pink. Listen, look at, you know, (laughs) pink is everywhere. There's so much of it at the moment. And I know you're not somebody now to jump on a passing trend, but I have to admit, right, as a huge Barbie fan, I am sort of loving all of this now. Oh yeah, I'm I'm not, yeah, I don't diss these things, Sinead. Yeah. And this this is more a fad than a trend. There's a difference. A trend tends to last three to five years and maybe sometimes longer. A fad is is exactly that. It comes and it goes very, very quickly. I suppose the problem I have is that people jump on it and then they jump straight off it again. And so Mm. they fill their wardrobe with things that they'll only wear once. That's my issue with fads. It's not necessarily about Barbie. But because of the way we get information now, everything is amplified. So it seems that it's just all over the place. Everything is louder. We see more of it. We see it more fat, you know, more quickly. And it, it, it does seem like it's everywhere. And of course, it's summer. So yeah. there's not much news going on. Well, there is, you know, there is. <laughs> you said it, Maria. You said yeah. it. And so, it, you know, these things tend to come out in the summer because there's a space to, for that noise to, to take over. But, you know, when La La Land came out, everybody mm. wore yellow. Oh, really? I forgot about that yeah, day. Yeah. Okay. So yellow left the shop that time and yellow is, is often last to leave the shop. So, you know, these things come and go. They really do. And, you know, Margot Robbie must be working overtime now with the stylist because at every yeah. premiere she's there. Yeah. It is a pure moment for Barbie. I mean, she's I know. gone so far as actually recreating looks from Barbie dolls down through the years. I mean, that is very good PR, isn't it? It's huge PR. And, and I'm sure the sales of Barbie will skyrocket as, yeah. you know as the as these things happen and I and I'm assuming that I don't know whether that's the reason this was made I mean I'm, I don't understand the commercials of it um I just know oh, that this is no huge. this is I, no. I would say now I haven't seen it myself but I would say so judging from Greta Gerwig the director this is going to be a whole new uh, imagination of what Barbie is to people I think okay. and this is like you know I, I think this is going to be a really important movie it's going to have a lot to say about feminism I think oh, and it's okay. going so yeah really oh yeah absolutely yeah. yeah yeah okay well that's interesting because I, I haven't studied that part of it so much but yes it 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 absolutely she's she's playing it so well and you're right every time she steps out she does it personally it's yeah. it's amazing it's amazing it really is and i'm loving that she's throwing back you know to barbie dolls from sort of the 60s and even as far back even as the as i think the 50s as well that she she sort of nodded to which is really i mean the designers must be having a great crack with this altogether they absolutely. They absolutely must be and i never had a barbie doll i had oh, really? one cindy i didn't have much interest in ah. her I, I i wasn't a doll person okay um, there were Cindy's in our house, but we didn't have Barbies. I don't know why that was. I don't know what the difference. I mean, I don't know. Oh yeah, no, we had we had both. We had both, but okay. I was Barbie obsessed, and I actually remember. Well, yeah. You'll appreciate this now, Maria. I remember going to my older cousin's house to you know play Barbies, or whatever. She'd be kind of you know tolerating me, I no doubt. And Barbie that I had at the time um, had this beautiful green suede blazer coat, right? And I remember very my cool. cousin. Yeah, it was very cool. It was kind of like oversized as well. And I remember my cousin put this on Barbie, right? And no top underneath. 
I mean, she was very daring now, wasn't she? Very daring. Yeah. And I mean, she was very fashion forward. Just thinking of that now. That's everywhere that at the moment. That sounds amazing. If we, could, if we could make them all bigger, you know, just yeah. put them in a 3D printer and ex- expand them. Some of them are gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they really are. And, uh, you know, I think <laughs> so many memories around Barbie. I really do. But, you know, a movie having an impact on fashion is not something new. Like, this is going no. all the way back, isn't it? Yes, it does. It goes all the way back as far as Marilyn Monroe, James Dean, you mentioned Audrey Hepburn. Uh, Catherine Hepburn was one of the first to wear trousers. She wore trousers a lot in her films and that gave people, women, permission to wear trousers. So Hollywood has had a huge impact. Um, Brigitte Bardot in in her bikini from And God Created Woman. Do you remember that? And then every woman ran out and bought a bikini. Rebel Without a Cause was where James Dean wore his leather jacket and his jeans and a white t-shirt. It cool became it became cool to wear a leather jacket over a white t-shirt and jeans, and it became rebellious because it was entitled "Rebel." I'm a rebel. Mm. Marilyn Monroe and her dress in the Seven Year Itch, where she stood over the um, oh the fence, the grate. Yeah, 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 the grate when her dress. But I mean, we're still wearing people are still wearing dresses very like that. I was watching uh, the Sewing Bee last night, and they made an Audrey Hepburn little black black dress from Breakfast at Tiffany's. They oh, had to recreate it, so you know, 40 years later and we're still wearing, people are still wearing that Audrey Hepburn dress. In Annie Hall, apparently, Diane Keaton wore her own clothes in that film. Oh, She's that's very interesting. And very androgynous and all of those clothes in that film she wore. Now, they don't suit everybody. Mm. Like all of these clothes, you know, you have to be the right physicality and you have to have the right personality to wear some of these clothes. But they do create a stir and they do cause people to sit up and change and maybe get inspired and there's nothing wrong with that. Do you remember Clueless and the wardrobe and Oh, uh, and you know, that's coming back into to, to shops. I have seen that twin set yeah, trickle back preppy, in. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Preppy comes back time and again. It was in Love Story. It's in Clueless. Yeah, and it comes in. It's 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 never going to go away. The Great Gatsby in 2013. That was another one that brought in. Yeah. I'm that. loving all that flapper style you see as well. Yeah. 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 And then, you know, if we even think about television, look at Peaky Blinders. In the oh, of course. Yeah. And how they dress up. Yes, they and are dressing all, up. Yes, they are. And they're wearing the little chain watches even. I mean, down to that detail. Oh, that's very interesting. I'm actually yeah. getting some messages in here now as well. Um, we had the brother in the all leather get up from the Matrix. I don't know. I think he might be on his own there, Maria. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen the Matrix. Don't ask me about that one. Oh, that's in the late 90s. Oh, listen, I think okay. that's going to be okay. right up your alley now, Maria. Wait till you see all the style in that. But uh, they do they do wear all kind of black leather kind of because there's kind of these agents. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then you have the Ray-Bans that Tom Cruise wore. Oh, yes. And Ray-Ban sales went through the roof. It caused them, it stopped them from going bust. Was that from Risky Business? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, imagine. Imagine all that way back. And uh, somebody else actually saying about the Annie Hall here as well. Uh, Trouser suits, waistcoats was obsessed with them as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Waistcoats are right back. There are waistcoats everywhere. I mean, for women, not for men, they're always there. But for women, they're they're in the shops right now. And how would you wear one now? Because I only have flashbacks to the horrific yokes that were all embroidered. Well, they're more fitted now. So they're they're quite masculine. They're more fitted. And you wear them with nothing under them. So it's like a top. 
Okay. I don't know if I could do that, Maria. Buttoned up, obviously. Buttoned up. Shanae. Yeah, yeah. Oh, jeepers. I don't know. I don't know if the world's ready for that one. <laughs> but, well, no, I know. But, but you can, I mean, you can wear them the way you've always worn them over a shirt, over okay. a t-shirt. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that works as well. Um, so, yeah. you know, I mean, we're talking really about star power here. I mean, these guys were probably early influencers. I mean, if you were a big enough star, people were going to oh, copy yeah. what you were wearing. Yeah, influencers have been around ever since um, that that fellow who got dressed in his window every morning in in London in the 1890s. I can't remember his name. Uh, he was he was the very first influencer, and he was the one who encouraged men to change from knickerbockers into trouser suits. Oh. Trousers. That's way back in the 1890s. There was an influencer. I mean, so there have been influencers through the years. They've just they just used different platforms, and film was one of those very strong platforms, and pop. Music. Yes, of course, of course. Yeah. And we were talking so, earlier on as well about Madonna who transcends kind of the both of them here, like desperately seeking Susan. That was her moment, wasn't it? And then everyone was copying that style. They were. And, and they went to the disco in it. Yes. I remember them with the fingerless gloves and the lace fingerless gloves and the little lacy skirts. Yeah, and leg warmers then from, from fame. The leg warmers came in. We all had those. You're probably too young for those. I was just going to ask you, I do remember Fame when it was rerun. Early 80s. Kind of, yeah. Early 80s, it was a TV series. Yes, I remember that. But, wore leg warmers. So what, yeah. did, what, what trends did Maria Macklin jump on now back in the day? Go I on. had leg warmers. I had a pair of those. <laughs> I had a Farrah Fawcett headband. Oh, I love it. it was, but it wasn't a headband. It was kind of a rolled up scarf. I found a scarf. I don't know where I found it. I rolled it up. And I put it around my head with my fringe coming out over the top. And oh, boy, lovely. I think I was the coolest. I thought I was the coolest thing. Oh, listen, I'd know. say you were. You were. You <laughs> have to see so. if there's photographic evidence of that, Maria. I, know, I need to see that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. So, yeah, Farrah Fawcett now. We did have another one on, on Farrah Fawcett. And the flares and Charlie's Angels, that was big time here as well, wasn't it? Yes. And do you remember the Dallas parasuits with the big shoulder pads? Oh, yeah. Dallas is right as well. Yeah. Yes. So we had all of those as well and lots of flicky hair. Lots of flicky hair. Too. Yeah. 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 Now I do see the flares coming Dallas back in as well. Flares? Yeah. Well, if you know, some of these things never go away. There's mm. a style for people and some people will always wear them and will wear them well. So flares work for, for a, there's a particular body shape that works very well with flares. If you have a curvy bottom, mm-hmm. then flares are a lovely way of balancing that off. You know, you don't have to go hugely wide, but flares yeah. are there. Palazzo trousers are still here. Here, they Catherine Hepburn's favourite. Uh, skinny trousers are still here. Cigarette pants, they were Audrey Hepburn's favourite. So these things endure if you know what you're doing and if you can find the ones that are right for you. Fantastic. And is there anything else then, Maria? Because as you mentioned, the Barbie fad, it's a fad. We're not going to be seeing Barbie probably come the autumn sort of winter time. No, Definitely not. No, no, that's all I would say. You know, pink, there, there's, there's a, there are a hundred shades of pink. Understand which is the right pink for you. Mm. And then it won't be a fad. It'll be a trend for you or it'll last longer for you. So jumping on a fad is very unsustainable. If you're going to get lots of wear out of it, fine. But if you're buying something to wear once, then please don't. Yeah, don't. Don't be doing that. You know what I mean? Uh, Oh, somebody. Oh, this is a great one. Somebody says Andy from Pretty in Pink was a big style influence on me. Now, that's, uh, you know, um, Molly Ringwald from Pretty in Pink. And you would love her, Maria, because she was all about upstyling stuff, wasn't she? Yes, she was. She she started the whole thrifty, thrifty trend. 
Yes, she was. She started to, she changed changed the thrift store clothes up into cool fashion. Yeah. So she launched the DIY movement really, which again has really come back with a vengeance right now, which is great. Oh, it's it's fantastic to see. And I know we're going to talk about this closer, maybe in the in the next time we have you on, uh, because Sustainable September will be coming up to raise awareness on that. Now, before I let you go, I have to ask you: you have had a bit of a rebrand. Well, I'm part of a franchise, Sinead, which is yeah. House of Colour, and we are a global company. We are concentrated in the UK and the States, and I'm the only franchise holder in Ireland. And really, we're really uh, concentrating on ensuring that our brand is seen for the integral, very highly trained people that we are, mm-hmm. because there's a colour trend on TikTok, which shows people that you can use a filter and put it around your face on a photograph or on a screen, which you can't. And we really need to people to understand that you get what you pay for. So if you don't, you know, if you don't pay a really good consultant, you won't get a really good rep- service. So really, we're branding, rebranding to let people know that they're going to the premium yes. brand, the premium image consultants out there. Because and so we've all been told just really to focus on that so that people understand what they're getting when they come to us. Oh, absolutely. Oh, that's ridiculous. A TikTok filter, should that? Oh, d- doesn't, yeah, oh listen, As you know, I've been in the chair with you. I know how this works. Um, yeah. There's no filter that's going to be magic no. this happening. No, no, no. no. Absolutely yeah. not. Absolutely not. So, Maria, but people can still get in touch with you, but your, the name of your social media is just House of Colour, is it? It's House of Colour, Maria Macklin. Yeah, so it's, yeah. So it's pretty straightforward, pretty obvious. And so when you see a House of Colour, person or logo, we all give the same service, we all use the same process we're all highly trained and so it's like going into any franchise you know what you're going to get before you walk in the door Fantastic, well Maria, thank you so much for joining us with all of that great information on the impact of uh, the movies on style great having you as always You're welcome Sinead, Thanks I'm so- off to put off I'm a leg warmer <laughs> She's away off to find the leg warmers. Absolutely brilliant. So House of Colour, Maria Macklin, that's where you'll find her on social media. Also, if, you pop, if you're following me, you'll see there uh, that I've shared some of Maria's stories as well. Now, I'm going to take a quick break and we're back with music from Jazzy. The 11 to 1 show. Jazzy giving me an LMFM's 11 to 1. Oh, naughty, naughty, Caroline and Drogheda. We were ca- talking there about, uh, you know, hogging the sun loungers in the ideal spot on the beach in Spain. They are not going to tolerate that anymore. I'm telling you. She says, we were in Fungarola in June in apartments and everyone did that. We were afraid to put our tails out the first day, but then we saw everyone doing it. So we just did it too. Sure, look at If you can't beat them, join them. Caroline now, come on now. If they all jumped into the river, we'd jump, jump in after them. <laughs> Is that what your mother used to say back in the day? Oh, look at I know, I know. It's an issue, isn't it? The L Sun Lounge Hoggers. It used to be, uh, people used to say that it used to be, oh, the Germans would be up early, wouldn't they? They'd be hogging the Sun Lounge straight away. That used to be the thing back in the day when I was going on holidays with uh, the family. Yeah, they're not going to tolerate that though. I'm sorry now for you. Now, it's uh, we've got music on the way from Picture This for you. But first, it's time for this. 
LMFM Job Search with Local Heroes, backed by Borgosh Energy. Win All-Ireland Senior Hurling Final Tickets with new boiler installations. T's and C's apply. See localheroes.ie. Me, the local sports partnership, require an office administrator for one-year maternity cover. To apply, you can send your cover letter and CV to Mary. She's mary.murphy at meadcoco.ie. The City Bin Company requires HGV drivers for their Dublin team. You can email careers at citybin.com. Don't forget all of the details of those jobs can be found on our local job section on lmfm.ie. LMFM Job Search with Local Heroes. Backed by Bordgosh Energy. For gas boilers, heat pumps and electric vehicle charge point installation. Visit localheroes.ie. Picture this, take my hand. Now, I just want to let you know that the Mead Rose, Lane Galvin, lovely girl, met her at the um, Mead uh, Women, uh, Businesswomen of the Year Awards that Network Ireland were, were hosting. She's absolutely gorgeous, but she is um, going to be uh, involved in a coffee morning and bake sale in aid of the Irish Wheelchair Association. It's happening on Monday next at 10.30am until 1 and it's in Wilkinstown Community Centre and it's going to be a raffle on the morning. All funds raised going there to the Irish Wheelchair Association on Monday. Now, uh, back to today and we will have a winner for our competition in association with Navin Races and I've got music from Maria McKee on the way. The 11 to 1 show. Just a reminder that next Tuesday's Radio Bingo jackpot is €6,000, so make sure you get your book today. I want to say congratulations to Betty Flynn. She's from Karen Ross and Laura Joyce from Stamullen. They both won €600. Euro. Also well done to Rose Devine. She's from Town Park, Navin, and Pauline Blake from Commons Road in Navin. They won €400. Euro. Are you playing LMFM Radio Bingo yet? Well, you should be. You can buy your book today from outlets throughout the North East and remember when you are playing you are now supporting a great cause the Gary Kelly Cancer Support Centre so a reminder that jackpot is €6,000 next Tuesday There's Maria McKee Show Me Heaven on LMFM's 11 to 1 Now I just want to let you know before we finish up that Mead's Got Talent is back they are calling talented individuals of all ages in the county of Mead to come along and showcase their skills they're inviting you to embrace your passion seize the spotlight and share your extraordinary gifts with the world so the purpose of the talent show which is hosted by Dunshockland Dance is giving the public a chance to bring their expertise to the stage but also raise money for the dance group Dunshockland Dance who are selected through an audition process to perform in Disneyland Paris. Amazing. So the troop of 60 members have been invited to the Magical Resort to dance on the main stage in February next year and with the help of this fundraising event they're hoping they can afford the trip. So the competition is going to happen on the 24th of September in the venue theatre in Rath. and all you have to do to enter is you have to record a video showcasing your talent. Okay. Email it to meadsgottalentshow at gmail.com and all of their updates and announcements are going to be on their Instagram page, Meads Got Talent. So a nice little talent competition for the public, but well done to Dunshockland Dance who are going to be going off to Disneyland next year to perform on the main stage. That is 
absolutely fantastic news so that will help them get there as well congratulations Sher- Seamus O'Connor it was of course Shergar the answer I was looking for you're going along to Navin race courses we'll be in touch with you after the, the show don't forget tomorrow Fionn will be back with another Friday floor filler and we'll be chatting movies with Niall as well but that is our lot for today thank you so much for your company I'll chat to you again tomorrow oh, The 11 to 1 show